yeah, got her. <laughs> Hashtag young gang. Mm-mm. We got her again, guys. Nope. All right. Can't prove it. Yeah, well, I mean, we got it. We got it on on <laughs> audio. <laughs> Anyways, uh, are you ready to learn about the Bible today? I am ready for you to tell me your stories. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of Jesus dick today, so I hope you're ready. Great. We made it, what, 30 seconds? Not even. We didn't even make it 30 seconds. <laughs> if you guys don't remember, last time God took a big shit on all 12 of the <laughs> astrological sh- uh, signs, especially Scorpio. He said, fuck you guys. Oh, I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, that's what God said. Straight yeah. up. It's not me, guys. It's the Bible. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love being able to use that argument because <laughs> it's like, oh, you're being shitty. No, 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 no. This is just the Bible. This I'm, just, me. <laughs> I'm just telling you what it's. I can see the appeal. <laughs> um, so anyways, uh, God shames the Israelites for not following his word yet again today, as we have done the past three months on this show. Three months. I mean, how we've been doing this show for two years, that long. Oh, that that's how long he shamed them. You've been here, yeah, recording this with me every week. He sporadically has shamed them, but I mean, there was like a few hundred years there, like when the few hundred years that were missing between, uh, well, Joseph in Egypt mm-hmm. and whenever Moses came up, like that was a, there was a few hundred years there where God was kind of silent. Oh, like where nobody knew anything. Yeah. It wasn't written about. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um, God reminds them uh, yet again that uh, if they weren't such dipshits, then they wouldn't be on God's shit list. God commands the Israelites to pack their shit and fucking leave. God also randomly brings up that he was the one that made water flow from the rock, not that Moses fuck. This seems like a really petty thing to bring up because it's like, get your shit, pack it up and leave. And by the way, I made the water flow out of that goddamn rock, not fucking Moses. Everybody's looking around like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> like, this is a weird grudge to hold there, God. <laughs> it's like those, it's like social media posts that are, it's like everyone and then there's like nothing. And then somebody says some randomly <laughs> stupid, crazy shit. I made water flow out of the rock, motherfuckers. <laughs> okay, God. <laughs> Calm your tits, God. No! <laughs> that was God's tits flying around in Party the Party tits. Party tits going crazy. Um, so God also wanted to remind his chosen people that he loves so much that they are just fucking slaves to him. And if he wants them to have mutated knives for fucking tongues, then so be it. He'll mutate the fuck out of you. It said that. I remember him saying that they have knife tongues. It was was swords. Knife, sword, I mean... I mean, uh, uh, an entire sword's not going to fit in their mouth, but that would be pretty cool. Anyways, so now now what we're going to do is cue all of the Jesus shit. So Jesus is um, is the one that will be the salvation for everybody. Uh, as long as you suck his dick, uh, that's explicitly laid out here in the Bible. You have to suck his dick in order for that to happen. Um, 
uh, God reassures his chosen people that he loves so much that their slavery that he has subjected them to in exile or whatever uh, will come to an end and God will let them back in and they will have a shindig to all to end all shindiggery. God also doesn't forget shit a lot like an elephant. God is going to also have the Israelites make a necklace out of children and force the Israelites to wear the bodies of dead babies around their necks. <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing at that, but it's just it's not exactly what it says. Also, the Israelites are God's little bitches. That's just true. to he has to reiterate this several times because apparently they have short fucking memories. Yeah, it definitely says that. Yeah. Little bitches. Little little bitty bitches. <laughs> But in, in an interesting turn, God uh, assures them that the Israelite captors are going to bow down to them one day, and the Israelites are going to end up sucking on their titties, uh, nursing you know milk and shit, while the kings and the queens are going to eat dirt and lick the Israelites' toes. That That is in the Bible. It is, sort of, yeah. Uh, God reassures the Israelites that they're going to get retribution, uh, probably a little bit more than 40 acres and a mule. Um, God is also going to make their captors eat their own asses a lot like Alex Jones will. <laughs> also, in case you didn't know, God apparently was married, but he divorced the Israelites mom. And like a loving father always does, he sells his children into slavery. Isaiah then bitches about all the shit that he goes through, which apparently that means that Jesus also is going to go through it too, foreshadowing much. Uh, God still needs to rely. Uh, God God uh, re reestablishes that the Israelites need to rely on God for some reason because he's been so reliable so far. Also, if anybody needs a flashlight, you're going to hell. Straight to hell. Special level of hell. You're, it'll be dark and you'll be tortured. Are you sure he didn't say fleshlight? Could have been fleshlight. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have one now and again. Oh, good point. Got it. Okay. <laughs> What's up, Helens? How y'all doing? Apparently, in case you guys didn't know, <laughs> I got some things wrong in the opening. I, I, I thought I was listening really, really good, and I thought that I nailed it this time, especially with the Israelites sucking, s sucking on titties. I'm fairly I mean, certain. That was right. Oh, was it? Yeah, that happens. What about getting sent to hell for flashlights? Uh. Old version of flashlights, but see, kind of, yeah, sort of. Oh, okay. We're so, close. Uh, well, I mean, I guess I didn't get as, as many things wrong as I thought. What about that random thing where God yells about creating water from a rock? No, that happens. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. So you mean that it was, it was not completely wrong, just a little off? Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, I'll go with that. Let's okay. let's get on into the Bible. Let's see what crazy shit God's up to this week. <laughs> okay. This week on the Bible. 
Well, we're going to be starting in Isaiah chapter 48, verse 16, because we left off last week at 15, where he was talking about God's plan for Babylon. Okay. All right. So Israel must listen now. Come near me and listen to this. From the first announcement, I have not spoken in secret. At the time it happens, I am there. And now the sovereign Lord has sent me endowed with his spirit. This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Okay? God, God's word's coming. All right. It's coming, guys. I am the Lord your God who teaches you what is best for you, who directs you in the way you should go. If only you had paid attention to my commands, your peace would have been like a river, your well-being like the waves of the sea. Your descendants would have been like the sand, your children like its numberless grains. Their name would never be blotted out nor destroyed from before me. So, yeah, this particular section right here has ties to Jesus, if you didn't know, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure that you you already did. But those out there that are listening probably didn't. Uh, basically, Isaiah 46 uh, or no, wait, 48, 17. Sorry. 16 and 17. 16 and 17. Uh, it talks about how uh, uh, Isaiah is talking for God. He says, I am the Lord thy God who teacheth thee to profit, who, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. <laughs> here, this, here, this it is is, here, it, here it is in normal. All right. I am the Lord your God who teaches you what is best for you, who directs you in the way you should go. What is uh, That's so weird that the KJV has uh, to profit but I guess I guess that's what it meant. Like it didn't mean like actual money kind of profit, but just I mean it might have again these various translations. Stuff right. is lost in translation and changed in translation and all the other other kinds of things. So this version doesn't say anything about financial profit or any other kind of profit. Right. But this has profit in there. Somehow they're profiting. Right. And so basically uh, you know, this, this part right here is supposed to foreshadow the idea that Jesus is a teacher and that he would have like, um, a teaching ministry, uh, not necessarily ministry of miracles, but just that he's going to teach people shit, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's how it's connected to Jesus right here. Okay. Are you ready to continue? I am. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So we're going to move on to the um, next section. Uh, And God is telling, he's continuing. God's telling them, leave Babylon, flee from the Babylonians, announce this with the shouts of joy and proclaim it, send it out to the ends of the earth. Say, the Lord has redeemed his servant, Jacob. They did not thirst when he led them through the deserts. He made water flow for them from the rock. He split the rock and water gushed out. There is no peace, says the Lord, for the wicked. Oh, okay. Uh, no rest for the wicked. Ain't no rest for the wicked. Money don't grow on trees. Nope, it don't. All is <laughs> your God. <laughs> Even then, no, not really so much. <laughs> Listen to me, you islands, hear this, you distant nations. Before I was born, the Lord called me. From my mother's womb, he had spoken my name. He made my mouth like a sharpened sword. In the shadow of his hand, he hid me. He made me into a polished arrow and concealed me in his quiver. He said to me, you are my servant, Israel, in whom I will display my splendor. But I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing at all. Yet what is due me is in the Lord's hand, and my reward is with God. So 
one of the main concepts that you have to understand when it comes to Jesus, um, Jesus uh, interpreting Jesus from the Old Testament, right? Mm -hmm. One of the central ideas of the New Testament and and Jesus in general is that Jesus represents all of the Old Testament prophets. Uh, Jesus being the ultimate prophet has to have all the same attributes as the prophets before him. So this particular section right here uh, pretty well covers uh, a lot of the things that we know about Jesus uh, because, you know, being called uh, uh, from the womb, um, you know, and everything like it just seems to like certain understandings, especially in the Gospels, um, that's how it maps here. Not necessarily with the original version of Jesus that Paul believed in. Uh, because Paul really doesn't talk about like Jesus's birth and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, Paul does talk about uh, a lot of these uh, other things that we're hearing. Um, the The fact that Jesus was hidden is a, a pretty central idea to like Mark, because um, in Mark, uh, G- Jesus uh, isn't really revealed until the baptism, mm-hmm. right? Which is l- changed later uh, yeah. in other gospels. So um, right here, this is a, a very um, illusiony, uh, rich area of Isaiah that the early Jewish Christians pulled from in order to know things about Jesus for the Gospels. Right. You ready? Mm-hmm. We're going to talk more about the Messiah. Okay. And now the Lord says, he who formed me in the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him and gather Israel to himself, for I am honored in the eyes of the Lord and my God has been my strength. He says, it is too small a thing for you to be my servant, to restore the tribes of Jacob and bring back those of Israel I have kept. I will also make you a light for the Gentiles that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. This is what the Lord says, the Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, to him who was despised and abhorred by the nation, to the servant of rulers. Kings will see you and stand up. Princes will see and bow down because of the Lord who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel who has chosen you. You say, I, I see a lot of parallels in this. Uh, for instance, that very last thing you talked about with kings bowing down and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the in Acts uh, you have uh, kings and, and, and these very influential people in local governments like becoming Christians. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that uh, they they took that as an like they took this part as an illusion that that would happen, mm-hmm. you know, and so they pretty much just made it up uh, for acts. Well, they used this and said that, yeah. Well, yeah, they used this as the source to know that it had to happen. So they right. just made up the story that it did happen. Yeah. This is what the Lord says. In the time of my favor, I will answer you. And in the day of salvation, I will help you. I will keep you and will make you to be a covenant for the people, to restore the land and to reassign its desolate inheritances, to say to the captives, come out, and to those in darkness, be free. They will feed beside the roads and find pasture on every barren hill. They will neither hunger nor thirst, nor will the desert heat or the sun beat down on them. He who has compassion on them will guide them and lead them beside springs of water. I will turn all my mountains into roads and my highways will be raised up. See, they will come from afar, some from the north, some from the west, some from the regions of Aswan. 
Shout for joy, you heavens. Rejoice, you earth. Burst into song, you mountains, for the Lord comforts his people and will have compassion on his afflicted ones. So God is going to make the mountains sing? sing? Like you think he means that literally? No. No? No, I mean this isn't a Disney movie. I mean... Don't insult Disney movies. (laughs) You know, Disney did do a Moses movie. Yeah. The Prince of Egypt. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's not beneath Disney. Although he did, I mean, Disney did cut out a lot of stuff for that. So I guess I can understand I mean, I haven't seen that one. I'm just saying that Disney is better than this trash. (laughs) (laughs) I I can just see like uh, Isaiah running out into a field. Naked, obviously, singing the sound of music amongst all the mountains. Spinning around (laughs) naked. (laughs) Got his ass out and everything like that. Oh, my God. All right, let's continue. But Zion said, the Lord has forsaken me. The Lord has forgotten me. Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are ever before me. Your children hasten back and those who laid you waste depart from you. Lift up your eyes and look around. All your children gather and come to you. As surely as I live, declares the Lord, you will wear them all as ornaments. You will put them on like a bride. Um, okay, so there's a little bit to go over on this particular part. Do you think they put babies, like, make them into baubles, like your beard baubles that we put on at Christmas? I mean, it would just be their heads, Baby right? Baby baubles? That would be funny. Ba- bobble head. Oh, Baby God. baubles. This stream is demonetized now. <laughs> okay, so let's start from the beginning. So apparently God has carved into his hands. Mm-hmm. What what did he carve into his hands? Them. His Them? his people. That's a big fucking hand for one. I mean, I know that it's I mean, God's it's hand. God. I know. But I mean this is kind of like this is kind of like one of those situations where you have like a crazy ex-boyfriend and he's like, But I love you. Look. And he lifts up his shirt and like the name is like etched in his skin. Yeah. Like, and he's holding the bloody knife right there. It's like, But I love you, baby. <laughs> Your name's right here. And like, it's just like, No, fuck. What? Do you remember that poor guy who got the Hell's Kitchen tattoo and got voted out on episode one? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> that was so sad for him. I know. Well, bless his heart. It was either episode one or episode two. I can't remember. It was this season, wasn't it, that we're no. currently on? No. no, I think it was last season. Was it last season? Yeah. I don't remember. Maybe. Anyways, he got he had a Hell's Kitchen tattoo and it was his newest tattoo and he got voted out like immediate. Well, it, not voted out, but Ramsey sent him home. Yeah. Almost immediately. Uh, but okay, so not only is this crazy motherfucker that we call God etching people's, I guess, names or just etching people into his skin for one. Okay, that's that's a sure sign that you need to get the fuck up out of there. Okay, number two. <laughs> He is going to have the Israelites wear necklaces of dead babies. It doesn't say necklaces. It just says you'll wear them all as ornaments. Lift up your eyes and look around. All your children gather and come to you. You will wear them all as ornaments. You will put them on like a bride. 
I don't know what that fucking means, God. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting here trying, and it just sounds like because you say ornaments, and I get it. Maybe there are some uh, dead babies on earrings. Or maybe it could, be, it could be like one of those hair things that you know you put in like a. I mean, this sounds like a goddamn Rob Zombie film at this they point. They could be clipped to her veil. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all should see my face. I'm like, what the fuck, honey? I don't know. I'm just maybe a bracelet. I mean, it could. Oh, maybe it's one of those charm bra- bracelets, but it's just a bunch of dead baby heads. Oh, that's kind of gross. How else are you going to string a bunch of children to your body? I mean, I they would know. have to be dead. I mean, what? One would think, but I mean, it doesn't say they're headless. It just says they'll gather and then you'll wear them. No, not headless. Just only the head. Oh, (laughs) it's full head. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? (laughs) You remember those commercials? Head on. Apply directly where it hurts. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this I can't. I just I just simply cannot believe that God is. Well, I mean, I, I guess I should believe that God is this sadistic, but I mean, he's obviously got to be meaning this like metaphorically or something, right? Like obviously. not not literally wearing children as ornaments. Obviously, but I'm not sure exactly what uh, what is necessary. Like why this is? I don't we, know how this is supposed to be inspirational. To I them. don't. I don't know. I like don't know. I just. Oh fuck. Anyways. Even if it is metaphorical, I mean, he's talking about using your children to glorify yourself, right? I mean, that's kind of what it's because like wearing your children as ornaments kind of seems like you're taking pride in your children, Yeah, I guess, which I'm not saying that parents shouldn't be, you know, proud of their children, but at the same time, you shouldn't use your children to glorify yourself or to make yourself look better or something like that, which I don't know. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it, like metaphorically, but... I, I don't know. I don't know what in the fuck he's supposed to mean by this. If anybody out there can give me a good translation for whatever kind of metaphorical language God is speaking here, I'd really love it. <laughs> you ready to continue with this part? Yeah. Though you were ruined and made desolate in your land laid waste, now you will be too small for your people, and those who devoured you will be far away. The children born during your bereavement will yet say in your hearing, this place is too small for us. Give us more space to live in. Then you will say in your heart, who bore me these? I was bereaved and barren. I was exiled and rejected. Who brought these up? I was left all alone. But these, where have they come from? Apparently, there's just a bunch of children that nobody knows what the fuck they came from. <laughs> they just teleported in here. I don't know what the fuck to do with them. They're all hungry. They want chicky nuggies. <laughs> And you've got this little one looking up. Are you my mother? Fuck no, kid. I'm not your mother. God damn it. <laughs> you little alien bitch. Get the fuck out of here. This is what the sovereign Lord says. I will. I see. I will beckon to the nations. I will lift up my banner to the peoples. They will bring your sons in their arms and carry your daughters on their hips. Kings will be your foster fathers and their queens, your nursing mothers. They will bow down before you with their faces to the ground. They will lick the dust at your feet. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Those who hope in me will not be disappointed. So they're going to lick the Israelites toes while the Israelites suck on their titties. Yeah. I mean, we should probably like somebody could do a stick figure diagram of this. How would that? <laughs> how, how is that gonna fucking work? 
<laughs> I'm guessing not at the same time. First, the Israelites got a nurse, and then it's like, all right, now lick my boots, motherfucker. <laughs> but that's how you're going to know that he's God, is for these fucked up weird things to happen. I mean, it, I, I, I mean... If that if that were to literally happen to me like right now, I mean, I feel like I would I would be very confused. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, shit, we read it in the book. I didn't expect it. Get your fucking tongue off my toe. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my particular fetish. <laughs> Can plunder be taken from warriors or captives be rescued from the fierce? But this is what the Lord says. Yes, captives will be taken from warriors and plunder retrieved from the fierce. I will contend with those who contend with you and your children I will save. I will make your oppressors eat their own flesh. They will be drunk on their own blood as with wine. Then all mankind will know that I, the Lord, am your saver, your redeemer, the mighty one of Jacob. Can you just imagine exactly how drunk as fuck you'd have to be in order for your blood to make somebody else drunk? (laughs) 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 That motherfucker looks like he's ripe. Why don't you bleed him a little bit so I can get a little bit of that buzz? (laughs) I feel like you'd probably just drink alcohol instead. It's a biohazard. Yeah. You shouldn't drink other people's blood. You know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't eat your own ass either, but apparently they're going to be serving that for dinner. Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, how is it good and loving for this God to cause people regardless to eat themselves? I I don't know. I guess that's how they're going to know he's God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can just see it. The Israelites walk into like the throne room and <laughs> it's just the king there not gnawing on his own fucking arm. <laughs> There's a guy in the corner that's chewing on a foot. <laughs> and you're like, fuck, he is God. Holy shit, guys. She was not fucking around. They are gnawing on each other. <laughs> This is what the Lord says. Where is your mother's certificate of divorce with which I sent her away? Or to which of my creditors did I sell you? Because of your sins, you were sold. Because of your transgressions, your mother was sent away. When I came, why was there no one? When I called, why was there no one to answer? Was my arm too short to deliver you? Do I lack the strength to rescue you? By a mere rebuke, I dry up the sea. I turn rivers into a desert. Their fish rot for lack of water and die of thirst. I clothe the heavens with darkness and make sackcloth its covering. Yeah, so uh, this last part right here is actually an allusion to Jesus, or at least that's how it's interpreted by Christians. Um, but uh, I, I, I mean, this, 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 sorry, honey, I didn't mean to hit you. <laughs> Uh, reading the Bible and starting to get all abusive and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so starting from the top of this particular passage, um, can you just imagine this scene like in just general daily life now? Like God is the abusive uh, father figure and he's like blaming his children for like the father divorcing the mom, sending her away Mm -hmm. because of, of shit that they did. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, uh, saying, well, it's your own fault that I sold you to the crazy guy down the street. (laughs) 
you know, I it's, mean, yeah, uh, how I mean, I just I want uh, I realize that he's not talking in exact literal terms here, but I'm trying to put it in more relatable terms just to point out how abusive this is, uh, how how toxic it is. And uh, I mean, th- this is the general way that God treats his chosen people is to be abusive and toxic. And this is just, a, 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 at least to me, it's a pretty uh, uh, straightforward example of him being toxic and abusive. But honey, if they had just done what he said, it would their lives would be peaceful like the waters of a peaceful river or something. <laughs> and then they could go out there all naked and sing Sound of Music. Yeah. <laughs> Dicks up for Sound of Music, y'all. <laughs> Put your dicks back and we're, we're reading the Bible. The sovereign Lord has given me a well-instructed tongue. Okay, so this, sorry, before I start this section, this p- portion of Isaiah, which is Isaiah 50, uh, chapter 50, verses four through nine, is Isaiah talking about himself and his relationship with God. Okay, so this is not him saying what God said. All right. Okay. The sovereign Lord has given me a well-instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary. He wakens me morning by morning, wakens my ear to listen like one being instructed. The sovereign Lord has opened my ears. I have not been rebellious. I have not turned away. I offered my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting because the sovereign Lord helps me. I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint and I know I will not be put to shame. He who vindicates me is near. Who then will bring charges against me? Let us face each other. Who is my accuser? Let him confront me. Is it the sovereign? It is the sovereign Lord who helps me. Who will condemn me? They will all wear out like a garment. The moths will eat them up. Right. So this part is also very uh, Messiah-rich uh, in content. Uh, basically, this is this is Isaiah talking, correct? Yes, this is Isaiah talking about himself. Right. So going back to the simple premise that Jesus is the ultimate prophet and therefore the things that Jesus will go through, the previous prophets to him, the forerunners, also experienced. And so with the idea that he you know, gave his back to the smiters. Uh, he was smitten on the cheeks. He was spat upon, uh, those kind of things. Uh, that means that, that, uh, Jesus also has to fulfill those things. And the community that was Matthew primarily is is the community that seemed to, um, uh, adhere to this uh, set of, of prophecies mm-hmm. because it doesn't appear in Mark. It seems it seems like it, it appears. It first appears in Matthew. E- each of these communities interpreted these prophecies in different ways. Mm-hmm. Some of them they didn't consider to be prophecies about Jesus. Others they did. This is an instance of it only making it into one later tradition. But this is seen by some Christians, and I guess a majority of Christians now, right. um, as being. Um, something that Jesus had to go through. All right. Are you ready to continue? Oh, definitely. Okay. This is the last section here. Yay. Who among you fears the Lord and obeys the word of his servant? Let the one who walks in the dark, who has no light, trust in the name of the Lord and rely on their God. But now all you who light fires and provide yourselves with flaming torches, go walk in the light of your fires and of the torches you have set ablaze. This is what you shall receive from my hand. You will lie down in torment. Oh, shit. 
Mm-hmm. Better stifle those flashlights, guys. <laughs> and and those flashlights, because God doesn't <laughs> like that shit either. Yeah, so apparently you are supposed to walk in darkness and trust God that he will lead you. And but and if you if you light a torch, just fucking kiss your ass goodbye. You might, you're going straight to hell. You know what I'd love to see? <laughs> a Christian game show where <laughs> Where you take various verses of the Bible like this, and then you put people through it, Christians through it. And so, like, just for instance, you you have a completely dark room, and then you read off this section that's like, if anybody lights a fire, you will go to hell. <laughs> and it's like, Isaiah, what in the fuck ever? And, <laughs> and it's like, all right, your challenge today is to use God's sight and and trust in God to complete this puzzle or something. To, well, to to walk in through the darkness, like the puzzle is that room, and, yeah. and the room the room's going to be like basically you, you change have a it. task that you have to do that you actually need to see, but you it's going to be in darkness. Yes, yeah. and you have to use the trust of the Lord in order to complete this task, and it's going to be completely dark. You can't use a flashlight. If you use a flashlight, you're going to burn an aisle. <laughs> And so, I mean, I would love to see a Christian game show that's like that. But, of course, all we've got is are you – well, it's not are you smarter than a fifth grader that's Christian. There's a no. Christian Bible verse show. Uh, I, I, I don't know. But the thing, the interesting thing about that is is that a lot of the things, if you go to these passages in the Bible and tell Christians you have to do this, if not, this is what's going to happen to you, and then you have to give them punishment, those punishments are illegal in most every country on this planet. <laughs> so, so that would not work out well all right are you ready for what's up next time oh definitely what's okay up? <clears throat> so we're going to talk about how abraham was blessed right like and, in the pants um no we're not going to talk about that oh okay yeah. i mean maybe maybe a little we might be talking about that a little um uh he it's also going to be god promising that salvation is coming again um that people who have been ransomed in the past will be restored oh. and you don't have to be afraid of anything. God's wrath will pass. <sighs> Shit. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, when, when daddy sobers up, it's like, don't worry. He'll sober one day. Mm-hmm. And uh, restoration is beautiful that God thinks that uh, e- exile is distasteful. God doesn't like doing it. Right. He doesn't, he doesn't like that his people are exiled. It's not good for him. And there's joy in restoration purity and restoration um and then we also get to have the glory of the suffering servant oh mm-hmm. okay the messiah is going to appear and we're going to talk about how he suffers from uh he suffers for our sins oh shit we're going into the suffering servant section yes okay and how his death is humiliating but there there will be triumph in resurrection mm-hmm so that's what that's what we're doing next week. Yeah. Uh, so next week's going to be pretty Messiah heavy. Um, and then, of course, I mean, after that section, uh, we still have some more Messiah stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, not too, too much left in, Jer- uh, in, in Isaiah until we get to um, uh, other whatever, whatever, whatever fucking comes after Isaiah. Well, after so after next week and we do this portion, then we're still going to be in Isaiah talking about um, Israel as God's wife. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So we've still got we've still got plenty of Isaiah to go. We've got about we've got a few more episodes left of Isaiah. Yeah, 
I mean, it looks like Isaiah goes to at least chapter 61. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a good many chapters of Isaiah left. But in any case, next week's going to be pretty Jesus-heavy, so be prepared for that. Pucker your buttholes for Jesus' coming. Isaiah actually goes through 66. Okay. And then we're going to get back into more Kings and Chronicles. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize we still had that shit going on. We do. We do. We still have story. Right now, we're taking a break in the story for all these prophecies to happen so that we can continue in the story where they show the prophecies happening. Right. Yeah, because this, since this book has – since this book breaks up the Bible and puts it – it takes it apart and puts it back together in, in what they would consider chronological order. So that's why we're doing this in the middle. We're breaking out for like 10 episodes um, to do just Isaiah and no story because we have to have all these prophecies. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, next week we've got Jesus shit. So I guess we will see you with more Jesus stuff next week. Don't forget to stand up and use your voice. Bye, heathens. Bye, y'all.